Hey, Michaela. Hey. So, I've got a question for you today. Of course. What was your first job? It was in a bakery. Oh. Yeah. I know so many chicks that their first job was in a bakery. Yeah, I don't know. It's just um, buns and chicks. <laughs> chicks and buns. <laughs> oh. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Welcome, listeners, to the Tradies Business Show, where we're uh, talking about buns. Mm. Were they, they iced buns? Oh, there are so many bad dad They were jokes hot buns. Hot buns. Oh, hey. yes. Boom. Hey, um, what was your first job? My first job was, well, I was self-employed mowing lawns when I was about 12, Early business yes, entrepreneur. Yes, I kept a ledger, um, oh. and I saved enough money to buy my very first CD player back in the, oh, we're talking the mid-80s, late-80s. Yeah. Do and, you remember uh, your first CD you bought? cost me a fortune, that bloody thing. It was terrible. Uh, no, I don't remember my first CD, but I was so excited with compact discs. But yeah. um, my first employee job was as a farm labourer. Ah, mm. well, there you go. Um, that was hard work, hey? I hated shoveling all the poo out from under the chicken sheds. No, you a just disgusting job. Shovel shit for your clients. So, <laughs> no real so today on the show, yes. we uh, this is something we wanted to do for a while, Warwick, and is actually nab a tradie before he starts his business and talk him out of it. No, no, into it. make him on the right path from the start. What's he talking to us for? Yeah, I don't know, it's silly. Um, so we're joined by a toolkit member, one of our uh, members of the Tradies Business Toolkit that's uh, joined the toolkit to get as much advice and tools before he starts, which is pretty cool. Mm. Uh, so welcome to the show, Nathan. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. Great, so mate. first job, what was it? Uh, my first job was my apprenticeship, wall and floor tiler. Ah, so you started that because you wanted to get laid? Oh, oh. boom. <laughs> oh. That was a tagline of a few businesses back then. Yeah, I know. I I've seen it on the side of trucks. I've seen a few around. Like we'll hey. lay anything, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was, I haven't seen it for a while, but it was around. That's oh, for sure. you, you can use that one if you want to, Nathan. Yeah, will I, will I <laughs> turn clients away or will I get more clients? Oh, come on, man. Come on. I always like a quirky tagline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, Nathan, you're, um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you're about to go into business. How, how long before you'll, you'll open up your business? And what do you, have you got a name yet or where are you at? Yeah, I'm probably about three months away. I have a pretty specific timeline because um, I'm working in another job at the moment. I'm a council lifeguard. Sick of looking and at chicks in bikinis? <laughs> Why would you quit yeah. that, mate? <laughs> yeah, everyone says that. I thought, I thought... People would talk about that for sure, but everyone says that. But it does get on your nerves after a while. Uh, <laughs> what's what's not the, the bikinis? Uh, that's probably the easy yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. It's just the rest of it. How long have you been doing uh, that, Nathan? Um, probably twelve years. Probably tw- yeah, twelve years. Oh yeah. wow! So, mate, yeah. you've you've uh, th- this has got nothing to do with being a tradie, but uh, mate, you you would have seen some pretty interesting situations with people getting into trouble and you know you guys having to help them out yeah i must say it's taught me some pretty good people skills that i didn't have before 
Yeah. Um, it's probably made me a little bit harder, but I did see something on Facebook a couple of months ago. It was about an English politician who was a lifeguard early on in her career, and she said the same sort of thing. She still uses the principles and stuff like that, but she's she learnt lifeguarding to this day during politics. So, I mean, it has um, it's taught me a few things, and I hope ho- hopefully they uh, they aid me in a tradie business, being able to deal with the public because they're notoriously public. They're notoriously difficult. Mm. In and us, the public. And, um, apparently, <laughs> apparently, apparently, they are. But you'd uh, also be dealing with people. Well. Sorry, mate. You'd also be dealing with people when, you know, they're panicked or stressed or, you know, uh, probably angry. You know, parents with kids that are in trouble or whatever. Like you'd have all of that real tense um, emotion that you'd be adept at dealing yeah. with, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Do I think? Um all the experience has probably taught me you can pretty much predict how everyone's going to react. I mean, probably people will be saying, no, you can't, but you can see it unfold. A lot of the time you get out to the people, like, like you say, you get out there and they're angry because they've got a shot of adrenaline and then they look to you straight away to mm. blame you. Yeah. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes a lot of the time, you know, they're in such a panic that they don't even know who you are. You've got it plastered all over your board that you're a lifeguard, <laughs> all over your rash vest, your shorts and stuff like that. And they won't know for, they won't know for, you know, five, three, five minutes and then they work it out who you are as they've calmed down. Jeez. And uh, you get them back on the beach and everyone's usually got a story as to why they got into trouble and it wasn't their fault. But, um, <laughs> Jeez, yeah, mate, you'll, a lot. I, you'll be really good at dealing with employees, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I was listening to one of your podcasts the other day, and I was talking about the, I was thinking about the collar colleagues that I work with. Like, I have been complaining a bit and stuff like that. And I was like, well, there is, there's stuff that I could do. It's not just their fault. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff that I could do to improve those situations. So I've definitely kept that on board. And um, when I get a couple of employees or even one. <laughs> Hopefully that'll keep me in good stead to be able to deal with that in an efficient way. Good stuff, mate. So what's made you, um, you know, make the jump to go back to your trade and start a business? Um, well, I guess I guess it was just the way everything unfolded. I was um, I was talking about it earlier. I started out as a wool and floor tiler, and I really liked it. But things dried up back. That was probably twenty years ago. Things dried up pretty quickly, and I was finding it a bit difficult to. Um, I think I didn't have a car at the time. I was finding it a bit difficult to secure another apprenticeship, and I ended up securing one in roofing. And um, I just, I really wanted to finish something, so I just got stuck into it and finished it. Now, I didn't like it too much, but then I sort of got, I got to like it a little bit, and I was working with some guys that I liked. And um, I don't know, this guy was like 55. He'd worked for the same company for 35 years or something like that. He was really set in his ways, and he wouldn't chase any work, and it just slowly dwindled down until... He had no work left, and I thought it was really sad because he just—he hadn't—he was such a good guy, such a good employee, and they just kept taking things away from him until he couldn't sustain it anymore. But at the same time, he didn't chase it; he didn't—he didn't chase any other form of work. So he sort of come undone there. And then I got on board with the lifeguarding, and that was super fun. I was single. I was, um, you know, going overseas. I'd do it in Japan for the mafia. That was a pretty pretty eye opener. Pretty good eye opener. Wow. Taught me some skills over there. Literally for the Japanese um, mafia, mate. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, they sort of do run everything over there. It's pretty interesting. You wouldn't think that they do, but um, they're all in the background and um, they're the ones who pay you. You <laughs> work for a, a non-profit organisation uh, that makes a profit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and right at the end of it, you do you get paid in the in the capacity of a volunteer and they just give you a big cash injection right at the end and it's a thank <laughs> you from a, a local business, which just happens to be the Japanese mafia. So, um Jeez, yeah, right. it's pretty interesting. I've got some funny stories about that, but um, I'll be here all day. If we're about that. <laughs> There's probably but, uh, uh, tradie yeah, listeners sorry. going, no, tell us more about that. We don't want to know business yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but, so, um, yeah, I've sort of I've had a child now and that's sort of dried up all the overseas stuff. And I'm only working seven months of the year and I've always, always wanted to uh, finish the wall and floor tiling. I did it a couple of years back. Finished the apprenticeship during the five months I have off in the winter, got my licence, and the aim's always been to start up. And, um, yeah, I'm just about ready to do it at the end of this season. So that's cool, about where I'm at. So uh, business ownership, um, you're about to kick off, mate. Uh, what are some of your big um, fears or doubts going into this? I think um, the biggest fear is just simply the unknown. I think um, I've been working for council. I've been working on wages for most of my life. And I'm probably addicted to a paycheck. So, And it's just too easy to turn around and go back to that sometimes. And I've sort of, the last couple of years, I've actually done that. I have been working, like doing uh, quite a few jobs over the winter, but I haven't had a serious sort of crack at it. But, yeah, the unknown, I think my dad was a tradie and... Um, He's probably a bit of an unsuccessful tradie, so I find it really hard to ask him for advice. And he sort of, when I'm having a tough time over those winter periods doing a job for a diff- 